Hey, John. Yes. Are you ready to do the warm-up? I'm ready to do the warm-up. Okay, it's already going. Oh, Fantastic. How are you snap. doing? I'm doing great. I got a Ganon right next to me. I got you... into a fight on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> it's over this. Let me show you. Let me okay, show well, that's n- normal, but uh, this is the first thing John's been on since that one behind-the-scenes video since you got back. So What? Yeah. Uh, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, <laughs> All everybody. The, everybody listening? Hi, John? everybody. I'm, uh, I'm John. Oh. What was the last uh, podcast you were on? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The first one? Uh, maybe, like, the third one? It's like white noise, right? Like, yeah. were you even on any of the other ones? Oh, no, no. I was definitely really far away. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> one, of my, one of the first things I noticed about John when I first met you at the, at the Renaissance Festival was that you had one of my favorite voices. That was all. Like, Kyle was like, what that do you is, think? Of, that's shocking. He was like, what do you think of John? And I was like, I like the way John talks. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. Wait, okay, no, I, I'm not going to belittle myself and say that I have the worst voice because it's nasally and, you know, I talk with my nose. But, I mean, when you're comparing me to people like Ethan with the voice of, an of like, if when Morgan Freeman dies and becomes an angel, he'll just sound like Ethan. No, you're right. You're right. No, no, no. So Ethan has a very good voice, but your voice is very good to talk to, like, like, something about the way you talk makes it sound like you're constantly engaged in what someone else is trying to say. You have, like, a very accessible voice. You have a really good radio, like radio voice, I think, because of, like... Well, I've, I've of, it's often been said that I have a voice made for, or a face made for radio. <laughs> you know so. what? I think you have a dad voice. Yeah, that's kind of oh, what it is. God. But, like, in a good way. But, like, a good thing. Like Fantastic. Dad... Now my body matches my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, like, a very comforting voice compared yeah. to, like, Ethan's is, is more like one that you just kind of... Marvel at. Like, yeah, 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 Marvel at. That's the right term. Yeah. He's like the golden the golden voice Tobo. Remember that? Yeah, like, from yeah like exactly. From 2011. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. And he's he's really like vocally talented and like all the voices he can do oh, and impressions man. and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like his New York, his New York accent. Water. Just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he gets that from his dad. <laughs> Who's like the cutest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. No, Ethan's dad's great. Ethan, I, I think I've always described it as like, he's like a... Like the New York, like Italian mafia stereotype mixed yeah. with like Southern hospitality. Yeah, like you exactly. just combine those two things together equally, and then you have Ethan's dad. Yeah, it sounds like he wants to yell at you just based on the accent, but instead he wants to give you like a lot of donuts and hugs. Right. No. Yeah. It's, it's that voice that like I, I only see it in TV shows, but I assume it's common up in like New England area. Yeah. But it's like it's the uh, the parent that's always complaining about something, like Jess's dad from New Girl or whatever. Like, he always, he always sounds like he's complaining. Oh, yeah. But he's actually just offering you hamburgers. To be fair, huh. New Yorkers are probably complaining. They have every reason to. I mean, they're New Yorkers. I mean, they chose their <laughs> life, okay? Like, Not all of them. Some of them are just, just kind of stuck there. Hey, hey. Sh- planes are a thing. Trains are a thing. Cars are a thing. John's and got a point. Walking's a thing. <laughs> and every state in the entire U.S. is probably cheaper except for California. So it's not like they, don't, they couldn't pick somewhere. Be like... That one. I'm just saying there's a whole host of people in New York that, like, are too poor to be able to leave New York. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a good I mean, point, yeah. yeah. They're not the ones that are, like, complaining. At least they're not the ones I'm thinking. They're not, like, the Karens that I'm thinking of. Oh, I mean, there's a different... Yeah, no, sorry. No, you know what? I'm sorry. Karen is Southern. Well, yeah, no, you're, you're actually comparing... Sorry. New England complainer is definitely, like, on the, the lower income scale. Like, the, yeah. the, the voice I'm talking about is, like, the... 
the you know the older balding guy that's just yeah has to has to complain about like how crowded everything is and the fact that his ankle's acting up and like yeah that's all they can do because what else are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> everything kind of sucks so the only way you can deal with it is just by griping about it to everybody who will listen to you this is actually how i choose to live my life <laughs> this is exactly why most most stand-up comedians start in new york actually yes no it, it is, that, oh, it is the stand-up point. comedian voice like, i actually have a i have an uncle or great uncle he's my grandpa's brother but he's 40 despite or 50 despite my grandpa being 80 yeah that's weird <laughs> okay. but um he uh he's a stand-up comedian in new, in new york joe curry and he's, okay he's huh. i'm not sure if he still does it but he's been doing it for a while so yeah i bet he sounds very similar oh he's very pretty, new york yeah anyway that's what ethan's dad sounds like but um instead of but complaining about wholesome. the train he's he's just trying to give you everything he owns yeah he's such a sweet old man <laughs> yeah he's great and then ethan can just like dip into the accent immediately whenever he wants yeah which we had him do for that one civ video yeah no that's true which is interesting because i can't i actually can't do that with a southern accent very well you can't just like dip in and out of a not, southern accent not really I guess I just wasn't there's around like it enough. There's like, there's like I mean, there's ten a lot of them. southern accents. So there's like Georgia, and then there's like deep south, and there's like Tennessee south, and then there's yeah. like Tennessee north, and there's like Texas north. Half my family is East Texas, though, and I can't even really imitate that like on a whim. Isn't that just that King of the Hill guy? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! No, wrong King of the Hill guy. That was oh. perfect, though. That was really good. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> No, I'm talking about You're the Boomhauer. The uh, Boomhauer, yeah, the yeah. mumbly one. Boomhauer? Oh, no, the... actually, no, it's not. Boomhauer is more your relatives, You're right. like that's the, North Texas, the mumbly, which like, like white trash Texas. The problem is my voice, man. I got time my voice, man. <laughs> it's like that, but like times ten. Like do oh, do everything even more than you just did, and you're there. <laughs> my East Texas is like the very like. Like uh, like deep drawl, right? Like low deep drawl. Yeah, I mean it's 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 almost proper is the wrong word, but it's what? like very <laughs> it's very soft. I guess is what it is. It's not it's not mm. the abrasive southern accent. Yeah. It's like the the sweet kind of southern accent. The effeminate southern accent. Yeah, <laughs> that's also probably judging you a little bit, but me? No, this the, the accent that I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The East Texas one. Yeah, because it's kind of like pushing on like the Georgia. It's like kind of yeah, moving it is, that yeah, way. It's, it's it kind of getting into like, like Georgia, Mississippi area, like yeah. southern southern bell type, which right. only ever comes across as condescending. <laughs> <laughs> Weird thing I've noticed. Um, I've noticed it with a couple people. It's not necessarily a general rule, but I have noticed that sometimes people leave the state and they'll come back with a more southern accent. Mm. Yeah, didn't you say you did that actually when you went to Rhode Island? No, I actually came back with a Rhode Island accent. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I, usually those are the two things that I think usually happen. Yeah. Is you come back with the accent from the region that you went to, or you just double down on your own. <laughs> yeah, no, I because people point it out, so you're thinking about it more, so you start <laughs> yeah. doing it more by just habit. <laughs> I like uh, so okay in my life, I do like awkward things, but I like roll with it pretty well. Like I'm not like I'm not one of those people who like does something uncomfortable and then like sits there and just like like stands in my awkwardness like a lot of people do right. but there is one thing that i do that is just like so impossibly cringeworthy that i just don't know how to react to which is i will adopt someone's accent like mid-conversation <laughs> and it's horrible and i don't mean to but like when i worked at best buy like imagine if you're working as a cast as a cashier and an indian woman comes by and starts talking like a heavy indian accent and then you respond in her accent to her could you imagine <laughs> no. how much you'd want to just oh, die no. <laughs> like i would just like adopt like a like a like a little thing here or there and say it back and i would just like 
want and it's not like they don't notice just, i say y'all the next sentence later but like i will just accidentally say something similar to what they already said because i i don't know if i'm just paying too much attention to their mouth this is the downside to being or, too empathetic yeah that's what i was gonna say oh, i was no. like that, that's that's verbal empathy right there oh, no. <laughs> it's horrible they don't like it it's empathy that i could lose because no one's ever been like oh that's cute that you just adopted my accent no it's definitely like what's that was that you, racist are you mocking or? me like yeah i remember seeing a reddit post recently that was like i bet somewhere in the world there was a white guy adopted by a chinese family in china and then learned english later and now speaks with a chinese accent and oh, anybody no. else probably just looks like a douchebag oh absolutely I have actually, I've, actually met, I've actually met someone exactly like that wait have oh, you no. yeah there was one soldier uh when i was in korea he uh he was korean yeah but he was white and he, and he and sounded he, Korean, he sounded like Korean he had the yeah and everything yeah oh my god it, and he he was wow. a soldier though he was a, a Katusa yeah one of the rocks rock army yeah it it, it was crazy because we were like he's he's wearing the Katusa uniform but he's white like very white that's interesting I, yeah. I I just never really thought about that being something I saw that Reddit post and I was like oh crap I bet that happens like all over the place was that a shower thought yeah yeah sounds like one that uh, reminds me Have I, I don't know if I've mentioned my uh, my uh, being recognized as a Texan in England story on the on a podcast. I don't think or you have actually yet. told like the fans or anything yet. No. I don't think I've mentioned it to you yet. On my first trip over to England, would I, I went with a tour group <laughs> uh, that were all Americans, hmm. and it was it was a company called EF College Break. Um, if you're if you're young and want to travel, I actually highly recommend them. You can like pay monthly, and then you get to go on a trip that's like completely pre-planned. I've been twice; it's been great. Hmm. Um, but I went on my first one. And we were kind of, like, me and the other Americans there were talking about where we were from, and I mentioned I was from Austin, Texas, and they were like, oh, you don't really, you don't sound Texan, I wouldn't have guessed you were Texan, and I was like, okay, that's kind of nice to know. I, I, I always figured that was the case, but I never knew for sure, because I hadn't interacted with a lot of people outside of Texas. Uh, then, like, a day later, I go into a Starbucks in London, and I want this, uh, like, a, a specific drink that they have, um... And the guy working the counter in Starbucks is not from London because almost nobody in London is from London. It's actually the least English place in England. <laughs> this guy's probably from the Middle East somewhere. Uh, I walk in and ask for my drink, and he goes, Oh, are you from Texas? And I'm like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> what could I possibly have done in one sentence to notify you random person from somewhere in the earth that I can't identify that I'm from Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Not even like, are you American? He was like, are you from Texas? I wonder what That's it fantastic. was. I, I still a don't Texas know. Word. You, Maybe you said I can y'all. I, no, I never say y'all. Yeah, and Kyle I, I don't actually say, doesn't I don't say, say y'all. Texas yeah, I guess you don't. The, the only thing I can think is that the drink I order is called a caramel apple spice. And I know caramel? that the word caramel is pronounced differently in different places, right? There's like oh. caramel and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if that's if people around the world hear caramel as distinctly Texan. I don't I, know. I think I'm it might not... be a southern U.S. thing, but I don't know. Oh. Maybe it just gets like isolated to Texas and other people's, you know, uh, generalization. I've only ever said caramel, so I don't know. I di I I disagree um, philosophically with people who say caramel. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so how it's spelled. Like, yeah, caramel is definitely, like, the Texas drawl version, I guess. Who gives a, okay, that's how it's spelled. Let's talk about things like, like, knees, or... <laughs> I mean, I mean, but then you get the words, like, in uh, England, they say, like, uh, aluminium. They actually spell which, it differently, too, though. Right, but that's because uh, that actually is a thing. That's actually, aluminium is the Latin word for oh, aluminum. Yeah. That's the actual, which is the actual element name. Yeah. Because um, they all come from uh, Latin words. 
the uh, actually that's why um, the sometimes the symbols don't match up with the words because um, yeah. oh, okay. gold is I believe Aris like, or Argor or something like that, but that's why it's A U. Oh, but okay. we pronounce it gold. But I don't, I just hate that they call it aluminium, but they don't call gold Aris or whatever. Like yeah. there's no consistency there. <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna use the the Latin names, use them all. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Like. I had so much culture shock moving to like such a no like a non place like Rhode Island. Like I remember getting there, and two of the biggest things were I ordered ice cream, and they asked if I wanted. I think this is the word. I'm probably getting it wrong, but they asked if I wanted bobbies, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I've heard that before. It's sprinkles. Uh, sprinkles. Yeah. It's sprinkles. Oh. And then there was another time where a woman asked me where the bubbler was, and I was like, bubbler. Yeah, a bubbler. And I looked. I did that same? I was like a bubbler. She goes, yeah. And I was like, um, I don't know what that is. And she was like a water fountain. And I was like, a water fountain. And I was like, oh. So I pointed her in the direction of like a fountain. Like a fountain? Like we were in a mall. I worked in a mall. So I pointed her in the direction of like a mall fountain. Um, but she meant like a water fountain like that you drink from. Yeah. And oh, I was wait, like, oh, that, you, wait. The first thing you thought of when fountain. you heard water fountain was like, a decorative fountain? Yeah, because she called it a bubbler. I mean, so I that part like, I get, but when you, once you heard water fountain... We, but it was because it was like putting two and two together because she said a bubbler <laughs> and then she said a water fountain. I thought, okay, well, those bubble. Oh, I guess that kind of... Like yeah, okay, bubble up like, a, like there, a bubbler. Yeah. And why would anybody call a water fountain that you drink from a bubbler? It's only Rhode <laughs> Island. It's the only state that does that. It's really? not a thing huh. somewhere else. It's just like something but they do. it's such do. a small place. How do they have their own things? I don't know. I don't know how they have their own <laughs> wow. things. I was actually... But I had... Like, I got... I got picked on, not picked on, but like, you know, made fun of for being Texas, Texan there. Like my nickname was Tex, (laughs) which is the most unfitting nickname I could think of for myself. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why, maybe that's why Rhode Island is such a small little state there. Like it's probably just uh, Maine or whatever was right there. It's right there. I can't remember. Probably just like went there and they were like, hey, you seen the bubbler? And they were like, let's just carve this piece of land out right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. If you think about it, Rhode Island's so small that definitely everybody was like cutting it out. They were like, we don't want it. I told somebody in Texas I was moving to Rhode Island. They said, is that part of New York? <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you mean Long Island? No. Yeah. Long Island, right? That's part of New yeah, York? Yeah. But Rhode Island is, the st- it's it's known as the smallest state. It's, it's at least got that going for it. I think Delaware is the smallest. No, no. Delaware, Delaware is the most forgotten state. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Rhode Island is the smallest. You're right. It does have that. Yeah, it's I remember very, that because we said that to make us feel better about Delaware. Like we said, <laughs> we talked about Delaware to make us feel better. It's so small, in fact, that uh, Family Guy can consistently make fun of it, and no one cares because the only people that would care <laughs> are from Rhode Island, and they're like, yeah, got to be so so few of them. Yeah, no, I remember I was driving to a mall in Rhode Island, and I accidentally crossed into Massachusetts and thought I broke <laughs> the law, even though I've driven <laughs> between states before. I always did it on purpose but this one time i accidentally drove into massachusetts and i called my mom freaking out and i was like mom can i just can i just drive into another state like that and she was like yeah that's how you got there and i was like yeah but i did that on purpose <laughs> i don't know Wait, for some reason oh, it just you, it really hung me up like i was like i just drove into massachusetts on accident can i be here you thought that you thought it was like there's borders for states yeah i don't know i was like i was freaking out i was like i, I feel like i'm not supposed to be here and she was like i, I don't know what to tell i think it's because i passed a welcome for massachusetts sign and i was like oh my god I entered a new state on accident. Like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> don't, don't, don't lie. You saw Massachusetts and like, oh, God, I entered another country. <laughs> I do. I, I genuinely, I, I was freaking out because Texas, Texas takes you eight hours. You have plenty of time to prepare. Yeah. But it was a 10 minute drive to a mall. And I was in 
another state. I wasn't <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess that's what probably. I guess other states probably are pretty used to that, but I'm pretty sure like that's being used to traveling long distances has to be like a Texas, yeah, California, it Alaska is. thing. It is. Well, maybe not Alaska, because if you go too far, you'd freeze to death. But No, it is, yeah. In no, Alaska, you don't go. You just stay where you are, I think. In Rhode Island, yeah. I told somebody my work was 20 minutes away, and they were like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, that's on the other so side far. Of the state. Yeah, for real. No, genuinely. I mean, you can get across the state realistically yeah. in like an hour and 15 minutes, yeah. so... No, it is definitely, like, I think it's a uniquely Texan thing to be like, yeah, I could drive seven hours in any direction and still not have left my my state. Although, yeah. I have noticed that in, um, because of, in Alaska, it doesn't really count, because not a lot of people travel a lot in there. There's only, oh, like, yeah. five cities to really go to. Yeah. Um, That's true. Um, but in California, I think because it, it's way more long than it is wide, they don't really say this much. But Texas, Texas is kind of like, if you could, you know, roughly a circle compared to the other large states. Mm-hmm. Um we tend to measure distance in time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that place is six hours away or, Oh, that place yeah. is 10 hours, 12 hours away. It's true. true. I actually don't, I, st- I actually, if you tell me how many miles away something is, I don't know what that means. Right. Like even now <laughs> I'm 26. I don't know what, I don't know how many miles away a 20 mile, like, I, I don't know what that means. To be fair, it's yeah. different yeah. depending on the city in Texas though. Like I'll, huh? I'll, I said, depending on the, on the city in Texas, it's different. Like four miles in oh, Austin and four miles yeah. in San Antonio feel different in point. time. Right. So it's because the roads here are better. They're so much better. Thank I, you for saying that. They're in so much in Austin, I'll, I'll, I'll see, uh, I'll, I'll put in Google, Google, uh, maps like, uh, to go, I don't know, like maybe 15 miles. Yeah. And it'll tell me like 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? And that's yeah. not a red 45. That's a, that's a nice solid blue 45. No traffic, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And then I put in the same like 15 miles in, in San Antonio and it's like, oh, you'll be there in, you know, 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. Are you Maybe. also colorblind? Me? No, yeah. Why? It's green. No, blue is the empty, is like good no. road on Google Maps. No, it's green. No, it's blue. Blue it's is empty blue. road. Green is like in between the two. Green is oh, like I see. Okay, okay. Up. I see what you're saying now. Blue is like there is no traffic. Yeah, green yeah. is during traffic. When is, okay, I, I think. see. I don't know. I'm not an expert on Google. Google, can no, you answer I, this? I, I, know, I, know, I know now <laughs> what you're trying to say. Okay, Google, what color? <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. I Make, thought it was about to be some no, no, more have any color deficient people. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that responds to voice will ever be in our house. <laughs> except for except, well, sorry, Bannon. except for that first edition Connect where I know nobody installed anything in it because it can't even do its actual job properly. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm. If anybody's trying to listen through our Connect, they're having a harder time than we are. <laughs> so <laughs> that's definitely not happening. How much longer do we have? Her her mom actually offered us an uh, an Alexa, I think. Yeah, she just had like four lying around. Right, we just walked in and she had like four box Alexa. She's like, you guys want an Alexa? And we're like, no, No. but why? (laughs) Wow, that's funny. Well, it's annoying because I do want an Alexa, but I I know they're listening to everything I say, so I'm not going to buy one. Well, yeah, if it was like a necessity, it would make sense because like I know they're listening on my phone too because someday I'll be like, wow, I need this. And then Google will like next day pop up and like advertise it. And I'm like, fuck you for listening to me. But That's creepy. I need my phone. Yeah. I don't need an Alexa. I don't need, like, like why install speakers in every corner? Why not just have well, one tucked away in your pocket that you can't control? I mean, I mean, Google's definitely at least tracking you all the time as well. Because if you, oh, look yeah. at, if you think about Google, um, back to Google Maps, weirdly enough, um, you, you get those notifications that all the time, regularly. Because um, I notice this with trains, because there's trains over kind of where I work mm-hmm. that tend to, like, block the tracks for, like, 40 minutes yeah no yeah um and 
pretty much every time it'll know when the train is blocking the tracks. Like it'll, and it's different every, it's random every time. It's not like a set thing. Yeah. But, um, I'll get a red bar every time. And when I get there, sure enough, there's traffic. Yeah. But then I'll, um, kind of go, I'm like, I drop off right next to there. So I'll go there and I'll re-put in where I'm going and the train will be gone and it's no longer red. So mm. it knows, but how would it know? I'm pretty sure not everyone's using Google Maps and I'm pretty sure it would take more than one to really know if there's traffic. Yeah. Well, they so do. they have to be compiling it from pretty much everyone. They oh, do. Yeah. They also have they have direct feedback that they've been introducing now, which is something that like Waze used to have. Where they did that one before that though. Pop up that will say, yeah, like, you know, is this traffic jam still here or whatever? And you mm. can hit yes, mm. so they can get live reporting from the people that are there. I've gotten those from, for speed traps and stuff, but I've never gotten one for traffic. Yeah, it's, I've seen them for both. It's for I think speed I bet traps and slowdowns is what they call it on the pop trains. Though usually are on some kind of a schedule, so they may just have some kind of something tapping into train schedules. That right, but actually know no, it's. Through. I mean, they do have train schedules, but these are like um, legally. By the way, if you live in Texas. Um, legally trains cannot block a, uh, intersection for more than 15 minutes. Um, otherwise they have to pay a huge fine unless it's oh. an emergency, huh. but I doubt they have emergencies three times a day every day, wow. two or three times a day. Um, so if they're blocking it for more than 40 minutes, you can actually call the department of transportation. 40 and or 15? It's 15 minutes is okay. the limit. Okay. Um, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And with trains getting longer these days, it's becoming kind of an issue. Yeah, for real. I'm gonna I'm gonna time the one out here next to like where we live. Cause really, I haven't had much trouble with that one. Oh my god, I have so much trouble with that one. We can actually figure out alternate routes out of here just because sometimes we'll we'll drive out, we'll see the train, like nah, <laughs> just go the other <laughs> I direction. I think it's only about like six minutes, but that's a long time to just sit in your car staring at a train when you could be moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without in a reality, train. it probably takes the same amount of time for us to go around the train than to wait on it, but it feels better just because you're moving the car. How much <laughs> right. time? How much time do we have left on Oops All Tangents? Uh, we still have like ten minutes. Okay, I was gonna ask. Um, I was gonna ask if how you know that you're not colorblind, John. Um, <laughs> I mean, to the best of my knowledge, <laughs> I'm not colorblind because I can distinguish between colors properly, and it tends to line up with sign. what other people, you know. What Think? if they were colorblind? Have you ever taken What if egg? everyone is colorblind except Kyle? Oh my god. <laughs> That's not true. Kyle's definitely colorblind. <laughs> that means the rest of the world is crazy. I was literally, I just had like a small existential like, like tidbit this morning. I don't know. I was walking to the mailbox and I was like, I was like, wow, humans really discover a lot of really amazing things. And then I was like, but we can't even see all the colors. What if we can only discover the things that we can see? What if there's so much more that we can't discover because we can't see them? We're so small. And then I was like, oh, wait, but at least we know there are all those colors. <laughs> and then my thought just ended. <laughs> that was it. That was my whole, like, morning walk to the mailbox. And then I I think it's a distracted. testament that we can actually detect things that we can't perceive with our No, you're totally anymore. right. Yeah. That was, that was my end conclusion after I had my little small existential, like... <laughs> like, ah, we figured it out eventually. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, somehow we figured out that shrimp can see, like, 16,000 colors. So you did something right. 16,000 is actually a very small amount of colors. Allison what? just traveled through yeah. the minds of at least six different philosophers throughout the years <laughs> in like five minutes. Good job. Thank you. Impressive. <laughs> it, was, it was a very uh, uh, eventful walk to the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> I was, wait, what did you say, though? 
Uh, sixteen thousand is very, very small because it gets multiplied every like by every cone you have in your eye. So I think isn't I, isn't like the standard computer number like two hundred and fifty-six million colors or something like that? No. Technically, um, like I'm if, you, sure. if you count every single combination of the number code possible, it's it's something like no. it's several. It's in the millions. No. Yeah. And that's like normal human color perception. So if like people with like an extra cone in their eye get <laughs> that multiplied again. I think I have yes. an extra cone. I actually think you might. I, I think I think you might actually be one of the the super color seer people. I think so too. I you know what? I regularly think about what would happen if like we traded bodies and like 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 how different the world would feel. I bet we'd all like everyone talks about, "Oh man, I wish I could walk a mile in your shoes" or like, "I wish we could trade places." And the first thing I think of is like, "What if they're in constant pain and don't know <laughs> that other people aren't in that same pain?" I'm in constant pain and I do know. Same, same. To, but what if I, Kyle is and he doesn't know and he thinks it's normal to no, just I'm not, have that? I'm good. Okay, you would not well, want to be in my body. <laughs> screw off. I'm 27 and I have arthritis. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I n not yours, John. You can. <laughs> there is actually. Your sounds painful. I, I have to recommend a Chris and Jack sketch about this though, which I'll show really? you guys later. They have a whole thing where it's like it's um it's making fun of the body swap movies like Freaky Friday. Oh yeah, okay. And it's just the scene where like they get swapped back by the witch or whatever. Oh, you told me about and, this. And yes. the witch is like. Now you now you will you will see how much better your lives are without like or you know like it, you know it's the whole like you, they're supposed to get a sense of respect for each other's lives right, out of it right. and, the and they're like lesson. yeah 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 no that's fine dude your blue is different than mine <laughs> and then they just spend like four four minutes talking about all the weird things that each other's bodies do that I think that's I think that's really really accurate as to like what would actually happen yeah there's actually another channel uh, that I do like watching um it's called uh, Thomas Edison. Mm -hmm. Or it's Tom Thompson. His name is Thomas Edison. He's um. He or Tom? Yeah, he goes by Tommy though. He's blind. And he's been blind since birth, but he does he has a YouTube channel that some you know obviously someone who can see helps him with and edits. Is for he him. the older guy? He's the older guy. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've actually seen a couple of his. Yeah, and he is um he is outstanding. He is a really he's fun to listen to. Uh, he has such an interesting take on life. Like he's he's very accepting of how people did he go the blind? question some of the weird questions people ask because he yeah. knows they don't understand did he go blind or was he born blind he was born blind oh wow but he even did a he actually did a thing um with where he he answered questions and kind of exchanged a uh, conversation with someone who was um who went blind at, in their 20s mm -hmm. and uh he went blind when he was born blind and just kind of the differences there like she knew what color was but she couldn't see it anymore he has no concept of color yeah like he cannot no he does not know color and they do yeah he does a lot of stuff with that um, because it is so interesting to know that colors it's are not really something cool. you can describe verbally. Right. I absolutely love colors for that reason. I think they run really deep in like culture and society, and also I think they're pretty. But there was one time um, that that blind kid came to my class. We were it was a sign language class, but we were still like we had a whole week on just like basically like indulging in people lacking in senses. Like we were just like interested in all the different, you know varieties of people so we had a we had a kid come in who was like 12 and he was he was blind he was born blind um and someone was like what do you see and he he just stood there was like i don't and this kid <laughs> this kid could not grasp it he was like so like black and he was like i don't know what black is and this kid was like <laughs> what <laughs> like this dude we i was having so much fun watching this this like 15 year old boy just like fall apart he was like so how do you know you don't see black? And he was like, I don't know that I don't see black. I don't see anything. And he was like, 
what does not anything look like? <laughs> and the teacher had to stop him because obviously when you go down that path, you could just keep going yeah. and you'll never get an answer because they'll never tell you, they'll, they'll never be able to tell you if they see black or not because you know what they would don't be interesting, see. Though, um, if we can come up with some surgery, they're actually have, making a lot of progress in that area of bringing oh, yeah? people's sight back. Okay. People, But so far, as far as I know, they've only ever done people who lost their sight to some disease or something. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've done it with anyone who's never seen before, but that would be very interesting if they could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then to get their take on what it was like to be blind. And if it was black that they saw or if it was nothing and they just simply had nothing firing and if that is something different because, you know, we think of black when as being off because when we close our eyes, it's black, yeah. but yeah. that's the inside of our eyelids. If you have light on the outside of your eyelids, then it's slightly reddish oh no and, you're right uh, i actually i remember asking someone who went blind what color they saw and they said the inside of my eyelids and i said so like black and they were like are the inside of your eyelids black like they were they asked me that question i was like are they not <laughs> and they were like i feel like there's many colors and i'm like oh my god and then if you close your eyes there are also there there is kind of like and it's black and also there's lots of colors. Very weird. Right. Hated the idea of it. Because we, we, we think of black as <laughs> nothing, but black is the absence of light mm -hmm. to our sensory receptors. Right. If you're not, if you don't have sensory receptors, maybe you do see black, maybe you don't. We don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. Terrifying. But you can be blind. Well, isn't there like light blind and color blind and different types of blindness? So... Like, you can be blind and not see anything, but still see color in your eyes because of light. I mean, we call them blindness really? because they're, yes. it's just a defect with the eyes, with yeah. our visual systems. But, but yeah, it's not really necessarily the same. It's not really a gradient of the same spectrum. There are different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, when I was, um, I went to a field trip to the School of Blind and um, in Austin. And there was a girl whose vision was, like, entirely bright, basically, like, like, like white. And then she could kind of oh, wow. see around the edges. Right. And then the girl that I was partnered with had tunnel vision. So, like, there, she said it was, like, a like a dime-size, vi like, visual at the end of her vision. And the rest was black. Hmm. Um, oh. And then some people were just, like, straight blind. And other people had gone blind, et cetera, et cetera. But, right. yeah, you can have different types of blindness. And so I imagine that you can not be light blind, but be other types of blind. And so when you when you receive light, you get different variations of visual images. I'm not sure that's, color yeah, is, like, a fair... Colorblindness. Well, well yeah, like but inverse true. colorblindness. You only see color rather than wait, what? Than right? Else. Like you wouldn't see. Like you can't. What else would you see? Like it would be like it would like what you're talking about. Like imagine if you only saw the inside of your eyelids, but when someone flashed a light, you would see a different color. So Basically like, that. So oh, you have I no see. like visuals, but you have receptors. I don't know. So like Honestly, basically bad vision. You're basically everything's blurred and obscured. No, but like everything's like really, really everything's not there. Like, everything is not there, except that when light passes in front of your eyes, you see different things. By see, I mean, like, that like could the be difference like, between... Oh, so you mean like an overload, like you have way too many sensors, and like, anytime you see anything, it's just I mean, all the colors mixed together, and that's what you see? I mean, like, imagine if your eyes were shut all the time, right? But okay. then you turn on a light with your eyes still shut. And you, you right. can you, you can see the little reddish The kind of, yeah, skin, red, yeah. and you see all those different things. I think some people have that. Like I mean, where where they don't see anything, it's it's as if they're if they're it's as if they're blind to everything. Like they could just open their eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they could or they would. All right, and on that note, we're gonna go ahead and close it out. <laughs>
This episode of Oops All Tangents. That was Thanks definitely Oops All Tangents. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to move on to uh, Superhero Chicken Fest. So if you haven't Superhero. listened to the new one yet, go check that out over on the website or on the YouTube channel. All right. And uh, thanks for donating. We'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.